0: Hello and thank you for downloading this episode of Discussing Documentaries with well, today, let's say who we're going to be with. So Rick Wharton today will be played by Rick Wharton and me, Matt Wills, will be played by Matt Wills. There will be no character acts in today's recording um, because we are speaking about Nobody Speak Trials of the Free Press. It's from the year 2017. The provider is Netflix. The director, great name, great name on this fella, Brian Nappenberger. What a lovely name. Uh, It just sounds happy Um, And here's the blurb No money, no accolades Which I'm finding that a bit weird The blurb and the accolades lately Sorry, the money and the accolades It's just some of them Some of them, you get so much info, and others, there's nothing.
1: Um, Can you imagine we're going to get all these film directors done for tax evasion because we're the only people that's (laughs) ever looked into what Grizzly Man made at the box office? (laughs) When they're being
0: deposed. If we go back to Matt's opening here on this episode, uh, you're guilty, motherfucker. Um, And here's the blurb. A battle between billionaires and journalists threatens to gut an American institution. The Free Press. Kick us off, Rick. Why did you pick this one? I'm always so surprised on some of the ones you pick.
1: Well, well this one, first off, Matt voice voiced some discontent at just the amount of misery we've trudging uh, <laughs> <were> through <laughs> with uh, making the Murderer And very disappointed to see that the uh, the split personality one is a multiple-part series. Uh, so.
0: But I got a message off of Nick, our Patreon person who has just the most amazing dog going and she said well worth watching so maybe we'd do that for the patreon next but it does look very miserable she said my missus would love it which means you would love it are you nick in disguise this is what i'm asking
1: just to sway the uh, i I don't think we can be in the same room privileges
0: (laughs) Yeah, go on. So you picked it because it's, it, but it is, I mean, this is, I think this is more miserable than some of the serial killer stuff.
1: Here's the one. I very much look forward to this one coming out. Like super look forward to this one coming out. This was well within my world. Mm. I'd heard that it was coming out, a serious documentary about the Hulk Hogan sex t- tape trial. And then I remember watching it and being like, I feel like I've been hoodwinked to you.
0: Yes, because they use Hulk Hogan as the carrot to get you in, and it's not. About, they absolutely did. Yeah, and it's not about Hulk Hogan. It is about liberties being taken away from the free press,
1: which is a very important subject. But but this is three three short documentaries slammed together for me.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, all with the same, all with the same message, which is, you need to have a free press, as much as you dislike some of it. And it is in the American Constitution, is it? And this is what they keep bringing up. It's the First Amendment, you know, the right of free speech. Is that the right of free speech? Is that the First Amendment?
1: I think it's the right to have guns and burgers, and then after that you're (laughs) allowed to say what you like in the (laughs) press and something like that.
0: I think you can say what you want the moment you get an
1: Uzi in your hand. I think that's the rule. (laughs) Have you got a headache? All right, that's 200 quid (laughs) to fix. That's the the American dream right there.
0: Um, The American comic Rich Hall... He said, "It's in our constitution, the right to bear arms, which is as ridiculous as the right to arm bears."
1: I would always love the Jim Jefferies lines that like, you can't change the First Amendment. Yes, you can. It's, it's an, amendment. an amendment. Yeah. <laughs> but rather than talking about far superior comedians than ourselves, yeah. let's. <laughs> let's like, Let's stick to the core text here. We we, we have a dedicated fan base. That they're already annoyed we're not giving them the misery we all tuned in for today, 7.11am. i got to be honest, on principle, it's not coming out at 7.11 <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> you, you forfeit certain rights when I start yeah. doing the fucking editing. And Me giving a fuck about what direct timer comes out is certainly one of them.
0: There's um, on, So Rick is the new editor-in-chief for Discussing Documentaries. And I'll be honest with you, I'm loving it, baby. I'm loving it. I'm so much more relaxed know. now, aren't I? I'm just, I'm like, yeah,
1: okay then. <laughs>
0: but you're the editor now, so I'm like, well, okay, if
1: that's, yeah, I, I'll follow Does the rules of the editor. You get to point editor. that anger in a different direction. Yes, and let's, let go absolutely. Some other gun space is all I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. doing. <it>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, and th- funny enough about the editor-in-chief, so we, this documentary starts off with former ed- editor-in-chief editor of Gulka. Now, did you ever, are you a Gawker style, are you a Gorka fan? I don't think you are. I mean, I know you fairly well.
1: It, it comes across to me like clickbait. Yes. Um, very, very much that. So even if I, I probably would have clicked on a few articles, but I'd never have been this publication is the one like I yeah. actually follow. And so I, I think the idea that Gawker is so fucking hideous is why that this has been able to erode free speech. I think that Maybe. is a huge part and parcel to play with it. Hmm. Um, So you see AJ, and he's having his accounts frozen, the editor. But his
0: accounts, did you see how much was in his account? Was
1: it 230,000 or or 2.3 million?
0: No, 230 million is what he said.
1: For for being editor of Gawker.
0: That can't be, where did he get all that money from? I watched that twice, and I was like, where the fuck did he get to? Is that quarter of a billion dollars?
1: We're in the wrong game. I'm just going to start saying shit about celebs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how to monetize that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but to, to be fair, right? my understanding of Gawker is, yeah, they were they were like news of the world, right? So it was all about the, the sleaze. They were saying stuff about people in power and powerful people. But with a serious journalistic slant on it as well is the impression I got from the journalists who were
1: talking. But but the issue with it, right? Every article you see of them, because they do give some very highfalutin fucking descriptions of what they do. But of course it, for they me, do. it's very difficult to be honest. It goes, well, we're kind of breaking convention. We're going, we're, do, you, do you know what I mean? Yes. We're yeah, yeah. Circumventing the system. And it's just like, here's an article about how fat Kevin Costner is now. Yeah. Like, this is what we've got to defend, you fucking assholes. Yeah. Like, these these are the same people taking pictures of Britney Spears' skirt. I'm sure of it. Like, yeah, they might also be trashing
0: Britney. Yeah, and also they they out people. And well, that comes in later. Yeah, we'll, we'll but, keep some of the chronologically but, to it. But I, I've I've never understood an outing. I that's if that person doesn't want to talk about their sexuality, that is that person's fucking business. And if they are saying Absolutely. stuff that goes against the grain. And goes against what they actually are. Again, that's their fucking business. Although if they're being held up to be hypocrites, I guess that's the other. That's the other side of it. But yeah, we will we'll get to that later, and we can have
1: that a... that 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 whole mentality comes down to what we saw in the Nielsen tapes, where it's a, a family shame if someone was like yes. homosexual or an yeah. embarrassment to it, and it's all yeah that, that's all fucking disgusting. Yeah. There's still remnants of that. If you ask me when it comes to that shit.
0: But let's get into Hulk Hogan and his penis first of all. So uh, Hulk Hogan is suing Gawker because he had sex with his best friend's wife, his best friend being Bubba the Love Sponge, and there was a sex tape made and it was released. So let's unpack that very slowly. (laughs) So one of my best friends is called Rick Wharton, right? I don't think I have any friends with the names... Bubba the Love Sponge. We grew up in my house. One of my dad's best mates was called Handbrake Harry. So that's as close
1: as it got to 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 names. But Bubba the Love Sponge,
0: have you heard of this well, guy they,
1: before? There was something about the fucking seventies when they were giving out nicknames, just like yeah, Johnny Trainers. Why? I oh, had a pair of Trainers once. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> lazily done it, they stuck together forever. So Bubba the Love Sponge is very much uh, a radio shock jock. Yes say Opie and anthony and howard stern are kind of king of the hills on that mountain but every local radio particularly in places like florida have like these characters that yeah, okay. try and be outrageous and get the drive time crowd or the satellite radio where right. you paid for truck drivers to listen to them talk about tits while they're going up and down the motorway midday yeah so he did a bunch of shit like threatened to have the quran burnt on air and then like The FBI have to get in touch saying that's a threat to national security. Yeah, yeah. Which they did, again, the Macmillions people in the Kentucky branch, there must have been a sticker tape saying Bubba the Love Sponge is going to cause a terrorist attack. You're like.
0: Um, Okay, and then his thing was watching other men have sex with his wife. Um, let's not yuck on somebody else's yum here.
1: i got to be honest, if you look at the looks disparity between those two, I think it's his wife's thing that she wanted to bang Hulk Hogan. Yeah, maybe.
0: Um, yeah, maybe, right? Yeah. And But again, he might be into it. Um, so let me ask you this then. So he had sex with his best friend's wife uh, and they made a sex tape. Have you ever made a sex tape? And if you haven't, have you ever considered it and would you?
1: No, Me not either. once, not ever. Me neither. Why not? Why not? Because I don't need to know what I look like when I'm doing that. Right. I look like boom, right there. I, I I look like the guy who's not finishing the course on cross country. Do you know what I mean? There is no <laughs> need. <laughs> I've I've never went as far as I, I've never measured myself for the same reason I don't get a pedometer watch. It's not statistics I need to know, granted, in my fucking mind. I already know just, I'm unfit. It's, it's just not a stat I need. It's not. I don't need it. I don't even know what a fucking step count is on that shit. Not a chance. I don't need to waste 20 quid on a fucking watch to tell me I'm not walking enough. And I don't think I could use it as a promotional tool to get more sex.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Here's my, here's show <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, just I uh, sent the wrong one to fucking <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> This is why you're not getting. Just get an email. This is just it. Get an email back saying I need at least a five minute set if I'm going to book you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I've also never made a sex tape.
1: Um, I can't even imagine the look on Allass's face if I was to tell her there might be a sex tape of me. <laughs> Really? Once you get through the 45 minutes of me saying please, then we <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um
0: Yeah, I've never understood anyone who would do that. It, it seems a little bit, would narcissistic be the
1: right word? Well, I don't know when it comes in terms of kinks, all right? So that becomes in the terms of kink shame, but in terms of a practicality... Because you're the editor-in-chief, would well, I have to send it to you to edit? How does it work? What's the... I
0: can't
1: What's get the, the audio right, man. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not syncing up correctly.
0: <laughs> I don't like the quality on this.
1: It's like you're, re- you're reviewing the game footage, like, look how good it was three weeks ago. Where's that passion and desire gone? Like... <laughs> If I look at how much of the bed we used last Thursday, and then you look at it today, there's just no... There's, there's got to be a change in the dugout. There's got to be a change. we <laughs> have lost the dressing room. We need to sell some players. This
0: is, you're not training hard enough, clearly. Also, so if Bruce
1: comes in just as you're in the relegation zone.
0: <laughs> also, you'd have to have five cameras. You'd need audience mics for a start, wouldn't you? You'd have to mic the whole thing up. It would be a whole thing. That's
1: what we could have used the robot camera for that we had the sell for one off comedy no i don't yeah i
0: don't move that much we wouldn't need a robot camera
1: yeah I'd, yeah
0: you're right That's not yuck on someone else's yum if, it, if it's your thing um but yeah i just i've never and i've never been asked I'd, i think i'd like to be asked just wouldn't you from a <laughs> flattery thing it's like I'm not ready.
1: <laughs> I, no, I don't have the confidence in <laughs> that. I just it it's some kind of carry situation where there's going to be like a premiere. Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're proffering all, all your mates in <laughs> it. Surprise! They come out. I've been booked for Jonathan Ross.
1: <laughs> What's this about, Rick? Well, you know, I, some some people like wearing a Newcastle shirt, Joe, that was cool. What are you on about?
0: So anyway, Hulk. Hulk apparently didn't know about the taping. Is how you're led to believe in the beginning. Um, and so he has sex with Heather Clem, who is Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. Uh, Bubba the Love Sponge, sorry, I didn't, uh, sorry. Uh, Bubba the Love Sponge is divorced from Heather Clem, and his real name is Todd Alan Clem. Yeah, it's her ex-husband.
1: I had no idea about that. I thought they were talking about, because Hogan, his life was in shit when that stuff was going around around 07, 08 because um, he was doing the reality TV show Hogan Knows Best, which is hilarious, and his family fell apart. He got divorced during yes. that show.
0: Wh- why would you have a reality show come in while you're in the middle? Because he's
1: of... Hulk Hogan. That's why he's the real I, American.
0: I, I look, Here's what I don't know much about Hulk Hogan, apart from he kept jumping between companies during the wrestling.
1: Yeah, he was the big scores. move, but... Basically, in the, I want to say, late 80s, there was the first rock and wrestling boom. And what yeah, they and did he... is they got Hulk Hogan. So they made a Mr. America. He beat the Iranian evil champions in Death to the West. Um, they had like the, the flags, and every show ended with Hogan posing in the center of the ring to Real American, which was a great song. But the thing that got me is when he's talking about the character of Hulk Hogan. He's yes. talking about, in clear words, like, the demandments of the Hulkamaniacs, which was eat, eat your vitamins, Hogan sold vitamins, uh, say your prayers, something else, and something else is the four commandments. he says he's the all-American dream, full head of hair. Now, that cracked me up because in whole, all of Hulk Hogan's career, he never had a full head of hair. Yes. So he walks out there balding, saying... Well, Hulk Hogan has a full head of hair. They spent thousands trying to pixelate hair into Hulk Hogan's head. That's why he wears a do-rag the old time. He's one of the most insecure, bald men of all time.
0: Oh, I wondered why he was always wearing the thing around his head. What's it called? Can you see
1: the way he walks, a do-rag. Okay.
0: Yeah, he walks. He's pretty. He's quite a cool dude when he walks, so I've got the
1: impression. No, he walks like that because his finishing move, maneuver was a leg drop. So you jump up, you sit down in midair, seated, and you drop your leg over the um, chest of... The person you're pinning, that's his finishing move—the big leg drop. Since he's jumped up and landed on his fucking coccyx so many times, he's compressed his spine <gasps> and he's now smaller oh, because man. of it. And his—he's he's got like the. He, there's nothing poor about Hulk Hogan. He's one of the most <laughs> despicable individuals ever. No, that that's gonna hurt, man. You
0: should, yeah. Oh. And he was in Rocky free No, he wasn't. Not Rocky. He was in Rocky 3. He was
1: Rocky 3. He was Thunderlips. And he got sacked initially from the New York WWE, Vincent Mann's dad's company, because they went, Well, you've been on TV now. Now I can't use you. And then Vincent Mann took over and went, What are you talking about? He's going to be the biggest star of all time and brought him back and made them the super good guy. They initially wanted him to dye his hair red and make him Irish. Because it's all race baited in in New York. You always had a champion for whichever r- sector of the ah, race was going okay. for whatever
0: Go on. box you ticked. So, yeah, fair
1: enough. So you had Puerto Rican champions. You had the uh, Pedro Morales, I think. They took the belt off him because someone got stabbed on his first fight. Billy Graham, all all that shit. Anyway, anyway too too nerdy on wrestling. Y- there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I the first time I ever saw Hulk Hogan was in the film Highlander.
1: I didn't realise that. Is he one of the ones he kills and like there can only be one?
0: No, no, because he's at uh, the opening scene of Highlander starts in Madison Square Gardens and the wrestling's on.
1: And right. It's Hulk okay.
0: Hogan.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was once on a show with uh, do you remember Richard Belzer? He used to do like talk shows. He's always on no. any he's on any Bill Hicks documentary. He's one of Bill Hicks's friends growing oh, okay. up. Okay, no. And also he Do you know what the movie Scarf is? Yes. I've seen do that Do you know one. when they go into like the coker uh, the one that gets shot up, and is a comedian on going. You know, you ever seen a Puerto Rican go? Nip, nip, that's Richard Belzer. Right. Okay. So he goes on his show to plug WrestleMania one or two, and he asks Hulk Hogan to get him into a wrestler move to see how real it was. And Hogan pressed up a little bit too much on a headlock and knocked him out, and he cracked his skull on the floor. <sighs> and Hulk Hogan and Mr. T that are meant to be bad guys. I uh, meant to be good guys, like all American white meat, baby face, never done a foot wrong. Good guys have just knocked out the horse to the show. Just blood all over the floor. Mister T's like he's just having a little nap. He's okay, <laughs> 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 and uh, he sued him for thousands for that. Oh wow! Um,
0: so anyway, so he's suing Gorka because Gorka released um, a certain clip of the sex tape because I think they only had a certain clip. And he also filed a lawsuit against Heather Clem and her ex-husband, Todd Allen Clem. That's Bubba the Love Sponge. Do you think he was christened that, Bubba the Love Sponge? Do you think I christened well, obviously the... he
1: wasn't. What cracks me up is the chip shop near mine is uh, called Clem's. Oh, really? So that's all I <laughs> can think, think of him? when they say it.
0: He's fallen on his luck. He's ended up in Chesley Street. <laughs> it's
1: just... Chip shop in Chesley Street. He knows how to make money. Six tapes of Hogan and chips in Chesley Street. That's the way you <laughs> fucking get it done.
0: And then Gorka was actually set up, we then learned a little bit about Gorka. so it was set up by a British journalist whose name was, I didn't make a note of his name actually, Nick Denton. It was basically, it was designed to tell everything about anyone, but mainly, mainly celebrities.
1: They had like four stories of like, okay, you're going against the grain in a good way here, but then the rest of the ones you see are just absolute made for deadline trash.
0: Yeah, but they were it's described as the mean girls in the playground. Was how one of the uh, talking heads described it. And then one of the one of the journalists says, I wanted to write things about bad people. And Gawker enabled that. Like, oh, fair enough, then.
1: That- <laughs> Look how many chins Kevin cosner has got. Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> Click here, you won't believe what Lindsay Lohan looks like now. But on the other side,
0: Gorka did raise questions about Bill Cosby, the Hillary Clinton email server, they broke that story. Uh, Scientology, Tom Cruise being the main recruitment person. Yeah,
1: they the ones that had the footage of the Toronto mayor that was caught on crack. And yes. I think he got re-elected after that as well. And t- his brother <laughs> got elected. Really? You
0: know that happened um, to the CEO of Co-op as well. He turns out he was a bit of a crackhead. Yeah. And you know, because and they're all about fair trade, and you know we're a we're a really fair company, and the CEO's doing crack.
1: I I love that They're like look. We don't mind you sucking off customers to feed your crack habit, but we are a fair trade company, and we just think the source of this crack is <laughs> goes against our policies.
0: <laughs> it's a fair trade crack? Is that what you wanted to do?
1: And then you got David Houston. So I don't know, like I don't know how Hulk Hogan got Woody Harrelson to be his lawyer but I was amazed that he managed <laughs> to do that. Like, if if you if you see fucking... He looks exactly what Woody looks like in the new Venom movie. He looks like Carnage. He's got the red wig on. And he says, take it down, walk away. And I refused. They posted it. And it all comes full circle, because it goes backwards and forwards over what Gorka is to what's going on in the case. It kind of jumps around a bit, this one, in terms of timelines.
0: But from Nick Denton's point of view... It is his First Amendment right that he can say this stuff, right? That's what he believes. He goes, this is free speech. He goes, this bloke's in the public eye. It, he's he's meant to be, as you said, an all-American hero. And what we're doing is we're showing him to be a hypocrite because he's having sex with someone else's wife. Well, are you showing him to be a hypocrite? Consensually, privately. Consensually, absolutely, privately, yeah.
1: So um, I, I don't know. On that one, I think this is why they're probably going to lose the freedom of the press, not that yeah. fucking it's his right to do so. Like, I think they took it too far and then they pissed off the wrong people, which is exactly what fucking happens in this.
0: Yeah. And then Hulk Hogan, his real name is Terry Bollea. Am I saying that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, listen, Hulk, the Hulk is a character. Hulk Hogan is a character. I'm Terry. I just play that character
1: because now, because now, the reason why he's going down that line is because he went on a bunch of like shock jock radio shows and on Bobbitt Lovespun's show, to and and made jokes of this and made light of it
0: as so, Hulk Hogan, not as Terry so, Galea. So, yes, yeah,
1: so so the defense are going, well, you're fine with it. You go and you're promoting it on these um, on these radio shows. You went, no, I was a character. Yes, and that's a very very dangerous precedent to be able to set legally yes. because you say hulk hogan in the next shot most of the times you see fucking Donald trump and you say donald trump's misogyny he's in he's in his tv persona character. yes absolutely that's who's grabbing him by the pussy the guy yeah, yeah. off the apprentice not the president absolutely. don't worry about that
0: yeah it wasn't your president wouldn't do that he's protecting you but do, the tv character version of donald trump yeah he's the bad guy yeah, Hulk Hogan is the bloke who speaks about his.
1: And they go again. They go this the same way they expect the Gawker fucking line to go. They try and embarrass him on the stand. Going, didn't you say you had a ten inch penis? And he's like, mm, No, actually, brother, um, Hulk Hogan has a ten inch penis. Terry Bollea does not. Yeah, I'd like you know, to like- make that
0: clear. And it and the the prosecution were like, No, it's the defence. Sorry, they were like, what? 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 I don't. We don't understand. And he went. I told you multiple times, and he goes into explaining to a child mode, doesn't he? I don't know how I can get this through to you. My name is Terry. The character I play is Hulk Hogan. We are very different people. That's just a character. And yes, he does. He has a 10-inch penis. But me, I do not. Do you understand that? And he's saying it so
1: calm and so, he's so cocky with it. This case was initially thrown out of federal court. Said, first a man who writes, get fucked. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Freedom of speech. And then they managed to do it in... I I don't know the difference between federal... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they take him to Florida. It's... Now, who's who's from Florida? Bush. Hometown hero. Is it Bush? Hulk the... Hogan. Oh, is that where he's Hulk from? Hogan. Hulk Hogan is like the Alan Shearer of fucking Florida, all right? Oh he is God. adored in Florida, so... So you can't get 12 members of a fucking jury who don't know who fucking Brendan Dassey is. You're definitely not getting 12 <laughs> members of <a> jury <laughs> who haven't been eating their vitamins, saying their prayers, and fucking their friend's wife on a camera every Friday. This is a whole Corgan country down in Florida.
0: But, and also, he plays to the crowd, right? Because he's, I mean, he's very well-dressed. He's, he's incredibly well-spoken. And he's sitting there, and he's got his Christian cross on constantly. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, You know, he plays well to a crowd. And that was his whole career.
1: So, but we're missing out a huge, huge point of this. So initially, it was like embarrassing that Hogan had a sex tape and can we blah, blah, blah. But he knew there was other films. And this is where it all kind of tumbles down for Hogan. So the sex tape thing, it's, you know, there's very few celebrities that don't, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm not
0: looking forward to when we become big on this podcast and if we are made to do a sex tape.
1: Our I'm refusing to, to do it. a live feed of this podcast, <laughs> <You> never mind <laughs> fucking on camera. <laughs> I don't need people to see this. Let them have... Let, 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 <laughs> just leave a little bit of mystique. <laughs> Keep up wanting more. Keep up wanting more. Um it's it's that line of the fucking um, Charlie Chaplin. If you saw, like, you know, the great Borishnikov, the fucking ballerina, and then she spoke with a Brummy accent, it would ruin yes. the whole show. <laughs> you don't want to see what I look like when I'm talking yeah. about fucking Stephen <laughs> Avery's soul. So basically, there's another tape which was rolling, which is after sex, yeah. and I've heard so much about this. If you ever want to hear, like, a more in depth and a funnier thing on Hulk Hogan, check out the wrestler review. The five part Hulk Hogan thing is absolutely hilarious. Oh, with um, Dylan and John Hastings. Yeah, right. Dylan Dylan got John Hastings. It's fucking hilarious. And basically I've I've seen the whole transcript of what he says and it's fucking deplorable. So he's just right. finished plowing Heather Clem. And he basically he, he, first off, he answers his phone to his son. Like in the bed, straight post post Um and then he lies down and he first he says he ate too much at the buffet. He's got a bit of a bad stomach. And then he says Uh I don't want my daughter dating any N words if you have to fucking n word at least make it a rich one is kind of is is the gist of what he are says are you serious and and that is why hogan is a full court press of like all right we need these guns sued we need the footage back that is because a difference maker because that's a career ending
0: because that and when the racism things leaked, he got dropped straight
1: away didn't he by well they told Gorka, if you release it you're getting sued to fucking high heavens they they clearly leaked it to someone else, but the transcript came out of it. He was immediately removed from all the WWE events. Yep. He was sacked from his Legends contract. They removed him from the Hall of Fame. How Do you want to hear a funny little t- story? Yeah, man. All right, so he's removed all. That's not acceptable. We're done with this person. He is, he is persona non grata. He's not even ever to be mentioned on our TV show again. Then, they have the controversial... The only company to still work with the Saudis after they killed Khashoggi, They still went and did their live show out there. They're getting booed for the fact they're going to Saudi Arabia by the crowds on TV. Whenever, So they're not even allowed to mention Saudi Arabia without the whole crowd turning the back on them. So right. they just mentioned the name of the pay-per-view. I tuned into the fucking pay-per-view. Whose music hits first in Saudi Arabia? Fucking Hulk Hogan, real American. That's where they reintroduce him. They basically went, well, they're angry of us anyway. It's like, when it comes, crashing down, <laughs> and, it, and Hulk Hogan <laughs> comes out, he rips the shirt. <laughs> he does the fucking salute to the fans. He's like, let me tell you something, <laughs> Prince MPS. <laughs> Blimey.
0: And the thing is, Hulk Hogan admitted saying it as well, which according to his lawyer, that doesn't make him the bad person. The bad person is the person who released the tape of him being racist. Now, that's a fucking bold move to make, don't you think? Well, the one who's liable, yeah. No, that well, well, my guy said some really horrible stuff, but the the bloke who recorded it and released it, he's the bad one in this point. No, hang on.
1: He hasn't got love in his heart, your, your Hulk Hogan he, guy. He, he, here's the thing. You're in Florida. <laughs> There's no one not saying that kind of shit. It's a fucking horrific place. What what is it going to say? Now, the next part is what I would have loved to have seen... From the beginning to what I'm about to say next, that is what I want a feature-length documentary on, right? So everything we've heard—the sex tape leak, the fallout, yeah, yeah, yeah. the find out the slurs—then it turns out, did they get approached by a sex tape broker? Now this person, <laughs> whose actual job
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: just... is to go and he hands over the tape on behalf of a fucking other party, and he's the he's like professional at that, that. He did the Kardashians, the Paris Hilton, whatever else he fucking did. He's part of that. So, the FBI and Hulk Hogan set up a Hulk sting Hulk. operation, which everything's redacted other than what Hulk Hogan said, yeah. When they go to a hotel room. Can you imagine that fucking day when you're like, okay, what we're doing today? Well, we've got Hulk Hogan here. Oh, man, I've always <laughs> wanted his autograph. Oh, steady on, Jerome. You probably don't.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they got into the room. <laughs> 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 You're right over there.
0: Oh that fucking struck me proper funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a big thing around the time. Like uh people who <coughs> idealized him as a kid they were people of colour. And they were like, What, Hulk Hogan saying this shit? But uh. so they go into the room. And they have the audio, but only of what Hulk Hogan's saying. So him, his lawyer, the guy who brokers the sex tape, and like some secret FBI guys are sat watching the tape. And you hear Hulk Hogan saying some of this rhetoric. And he turns to his lawyer man, that's disgusting. He was like my best friend. You know, he came to my way. He's talking about Bubba the Love Sponge as if he's the problem.
0: Yeah. and Yeah. And the thing is, right, they wanted to, um, they wanted to put Bubba on the stand. And Bubba pleaded the fifth. Um, which, so just so we're clear about the Fifth Amendment, if you plead the Fifth, it means you can't say anything on the grounds that it may, may incriminate you, right? Which basically means uh, means I, you're I, I guilty. I,
1: no, that's allowed.
0: No, because the second you say, I'm going to take the Fifth, that means you're guilty, right? Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> that's <what> does. <laughs> that's fucking mental, isn't it? And, and the only someone said that to fucking Brendan Dassey, Scott Tadich, yeah. and Bobby Dassey,
0: like, and then said, we couldn't even get Bubba the Love Sponge on the stand to say, I take the fifth. He goes, because the judge turned around and said, well, if he's going to take the fifth, let's just not waste our time putting him up there. That, hang on, that's some making the
1: murderer judge shit going on there, isn't it? There did seem something a little suspect. They say it a lot during Gorka, but, you know, I got a feeling that those guys would say anything. Again, I, I agree with the principle of free speech, but it has to have some fucking morality behind it. Not right. that you can enforce morality. Yeah, and and not that you can enforce morality. But who's mora- who's morality? Well, this is where it becomes a problem, isn't it? This is the yes. grey area of abstract constructs. Mm. Yeah. So the the judge has a preconceived notion of these gossip rags who talk shit about pe- like politicians and talk you know, personal lives, going through bins, the fucking upskirt photos. She has this already in her mind and she Mm. instructs that of the jury and they're like, oh, fuck, we're in trouble. But there was a very interesting moment in the case. So they they dropped a charge. Yes. So they had them on five charges. They dropped a very specific charge and that charge was um, infliction of emotional distress. Yes. And they're sat there going, well, why are they doing that? Because that then doesn't maximise all the Hulkamania's fucking compensation. You're not maximising his potential earnings.
0: Yes. And and but what it did do, sorry, I'm sure you're going to get to this, but I'm interrupting you. Um, But what it did do is it means Gorka can no longer claim on their insurance
1: by dropping that one thing that is exactly the case so that means that is the thing that covers them inclusively on the insurance you drop that it becomes personal liable personal liability yeah to those people
0: yeah and which they then suddenly start thinking someone's after us personally they're not after Gawker They're, they're basically they're not cutting off the many heads of Gawker and damaging Gawker they're they want to go after the king of Gorka. They want Nick Dent and
1: Dan. It's, yeah, it's not entirely about the money. There seems to be something a lot more yes. personal about it. And they say, AJ, hey, the guy at the beginning, he's just like, when I'm looking at this court, shoot, there are people way above me in the food chain and I don't understand why I'm still a named defendant. Yeah. Because it goes beyond me. It gets approved by someone else. It goes through legal and as a CEO. There's no reason that I should be... A problem this is meant to be caught before me mm. and the reason why they kept them on for is very specific reason during deposition um they asked him like they grilled them in deposition and that's another thing they they litigated the hell out of this so it became like uh, uh, what was the money for um it's about 10 million i think mean, about 10 million costs, in court yeah, fees yeah yeah in court fees and costs and just dragged it out just bled them dry with all expensive lawyers that they all have to fucking pay for and during deposition they asked him so uh, what what would it take for you not to release a celebrity sex tape then and he gets pissed off he says someone underage he says of what age he went I don't know four so then they get that clip and then they run that clip of saying this guy would post five year olds getting fucked online this is the people we're defending here and again Gorka it's very hard to defend them because everything they do is the gutter and it's it's a huge it's, it's fascinating that Hulk Hogan that might have eroded free speech yeah, that's weird,
0: right? And
1: Hulk Hogan and Bobby the Love Sponge make friends and then go after Gawker for more money.
0: Yeah, and he wins. That's the surprising thing. He wins the trial and he's awarded a hundred and forty million in damages. <laughs> and even every everyone in the room is going, "I'm sorry, how much? Like murder victims don't get this. What what you want about?"
1: It's because they could talk about how much Hogan made at his peak and how much he could have potentially made without this defamation. It, it, so it's 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 on a it's on a um a loss of earnings scale. Whereas if you're a you, you work in Tesco and you get murdered, your family will get a good chunk, but you can't be like who's going to make ten million a year for the next ten years until this happened.
0: So our damages wouldn't be much, is what you're saying?
1: No, I think Gowlas would have to give them money. <laughs>
0: We'd have to make a lot of sex tapes to cover that court costs. <laughs> That's the rest of our lives spent there.
1: They all Gorka also stated a lot, a little bit like making the Murderer Said we weren't, we were prohibited from showing the whole case, so they yeah. weren't allowed to show the racism. They weren't allowed to show yeah. other aspects of the tape, and they were all yeah. It all came around and absolutely,
0: absolutely fucked them. It, it reminded me of um, when I was watching this. So effectively that the. The verdict and it's not done through the insurance right so they've got to cover that personally so effectively gawker goes down the toilet now there was a similar case in 1992 where jason donovan uh, in the uk sued the face magazine because they outed him even though he wasn't gay and they said he was gay and they had to pay so much in damages that he got the money and then he gave it straight back to them so that they wouldn't go bankrupt because he went I didn't want the money I just wanted you to not be spreading lies that's what I'm that's what I fought for and that's one of the things that got him into it because he's a
1: cocaine addict Do you know I have a feeling Donovan thought he had a few more hits in him <laughs> He thought I'll do that I'll be good well, press and then I'll release another one every,
0: every pop star thinks they do Yeah anyway he's making a return thing just so you know if you want to go and see Jason Donovan uh it's online now you can go and Go and see him live. Very good. Very good. I saw him in uh, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, no, I didn't. It was mm. Pip Schofield. Philip Schofield I saw.
1: Anyway. Why did you confuse those two, Matt? Uh, Let's not get sued. Move oh, on. Because they were so. my heroes. Philip Schofield's
0: my bloody hero. I adored Philip Schofield when I was a kid. Absolutely loved him. Look at that guy working hard at seven in the morning. That's an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, Nick Denton becomes convinced that someone's funding the Hulk lawsuit. He does some digging because he's a journalist and suddenly multi-billionaire billionaire that is Peter Thiel is implicated and he puts out a statement yeah it was me. Yep, I funded that whole this. thing. Like what? But you're not involved in any way. Yep, doesn't matter. I funded it. So what? What are you going to do about
1: it? I'm a billionaire. And that's the issue. Yeah. yeah. That's the and he's he's fi- he's financing these proxy cases to destroy Free press because you can't just drown them in legal fees and eventually yes. you just have to tap out for your life. Yeah, but there was a thing. They were like, okay, so Peter Thiel's problem with us is, and Nick Denton even says, I'm a gay man. I think it's perfectly right. It should be normalised in society, yes. and it's almost uh, empowering to say that a head of Silicon Valley is, is is homosexual. And I don't think I don't see a problem. With that. Then it shows you a picture of the article. It's got Peter to- Peter Thiel's totally gay, <laughs> and you're like. Yeah, this is why you don't piss off billionaires, you fucking idiot.
0: (laughs) But he said, right, Nick Denton said it was cinematically vindictive the way that Peter Thiel went after them, which I just thought was beautiful. But, yeah, you're right. It's because you outed a bloke who didn't want to be outed. Simple as that.
1: If I have a billion pounds and someone went out to fuck up my life or mess with my personal life and someone went, Rick, 0.2% 0.2% and you point people in that direction and it all goes away. I'll be like, why are you even asking me about it? Just <laughs> go do it. It's why I fucking hired you. Put it on the company. <laughs> like, go. yeah. You've got an
0: expense account, Barry. Go and get it done, you fucking idiot. That's why you're here, I Barry. Invented,
1: I invented fucking PayPal, sir. Of yeah. course I don't get fucked with.
0: Yeah, he was an early investor in Facebook. He was the CEO of PayPal.
1: And he's a huge, huge libertarian. Like He wants to build his own cities at sea so they can't tax them or have stupid laws like paying money for libraries and roads. Seasteading, I think that was called. I think we're going to see this guy come up again in a future documentary. Well,
0: that had had Scientology all over it. The minute they mentioned the sea thing, he wanted to create his own island where a government wouldn't be involved. Effectively, what he wanted to do, there's a great book by a lady called Anne Rand called Atlas Shrugged. And effectively, it's... That's Peter Thiel's read that because he wants to buy into a lot of the the principles set laid down in that book.
1: There is also, and I get some red flags on this stuff just because I'm I've got people that have been red pilled to fuck out of it. Seems very Jordan Peterson with his book where he's got books called The Diversity Myth, yeah. and the problem is people are looking for di- there's not there's not a problem with diversity, it's just people are looking for problems yeah. the whole time, and you're just like oh Jesus. And he called his company Palantive, which is an orb from Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, he, he has an Anakin Skywalker mindset, right? He wants one person to rule them all. That's what he's after. That's what he believes in, he, because he said democracy is outdated. Oh, is it? OK, well, what's your solution? Just one guy in charge. We've, we've tried that. It didn't work, really didn't work.
1: And that, and then it shows you just how it, like he's in with the Trumps yeah, quite a bit. It's all around the make America great again, dredge the swamp. You see an awful lot of footage we've argued about in the past of Trump, like tasering fucking reporters yeah. and having them beat up at all of his rallies yeah. and, and the dangers of that, which, you know, now he's gone. It almost feels like, uh, oh, well, that was that, that was a year ago now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We'd have to put up with that for another couple of years.
0: The weird thing about Peter Thiel's company, uh, Palantir, this, I, I could have watched an hour documentary on this bit alone. It was funded by the CIA's investment arm. The CIA have a fucking investment arm.
1: What? So... They're taxpaying dollars that pay for... I'm sure they're washing cocaine money or something. I don't know. I've seen Sicario a few times. Something's something's odd with that.
0: But they're... What? what? So they're playing the stock market with the taxpayers' money, basically. Because that's what investing is, right? Shouldn't they be out catching bad guys?
1: And then at this point, it basically becomes just another documentary so they can have a conclusion, in my opinion it then turns around and starts talking about what happened to the Las Vegas Review.
0: Yeah, and the, which was a newspaper in Las Vegas. It's taken over by Sheldon Adelson. And basically, it was another story going into more detail of a billionaire buying a newspaper to control the press. And they basically, the journalists were told, when they asked, well, who's buying this newspaper? They said, that's not for you to worry about. Just get on and do your job. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're journalists. That is our job. That's <laughs> So they went and done their job and they uncovered the fact it was this Las Vegas investor who, you know, he owns the Sands Hotel and he, was it the Venetian he built? It was one of the it was one of the big ones, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and he uh,
1: even built a hotel in Macau.
0: Yeah, which is as dodgy as it gets and it has been. Which is like
1: the, pi- the pi- Pirate King yeah. Island, if I'm not mistaken.
0: And then everyone who ran stories to set out to basically badmouth this guy all of them, a hundred people lost their jobs on this newspaper.
1: But you had the story of John Smith, and John Smith is again the guy. Even says in the talking head, "This should be a movie because yeah, it is fucking phenomenal." Like, so his daughter, he's he's literally in hospital with a. Is found out his daughter has a fucking brain tumor. Yes, and then his books just came out called "Sharks in the Sand," in which he talks about you know Adelson's place within the people who run Las Vegas secretly, wants yeah. uh, to for over a hundred million. And then Adelson had a rabbi call him offering one million in a bank account your bosses won't know about if you say you libeled me.
0: Yeah, and that'll take care of all your daughter's needs.
1: Within that, that means the, the newspaper's insurance will pay the whatever, Yeah. but he kind of throws the case and gets paid off for it, is the way I read that. Yeah. And then during that case, they managed in Discovery to get a hold of his gaming control board background file and then they withdrew the offer after that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, in casinos, like you don't, you don't have to have an application to work in a casino. You just apply for one. <laughs> Every couple of months, you just change your job title to fucking <laughs> manager to food and beverage monitor. And they
0: basically they tried to... They're not trying to bring him down, are they? They're trying to shame him to say, look, this guy's a little bit dodgy, and he's trying to buy the press to say good things about him. So that's not good. And again, I I started thinking Star Wars, and all I started thinking was the line many. Boffam's died to bring us this information.
1: So the the, the cool thing is the, the, the report is it seems like old school journalism. Like these once yeah. when, when you've been seeing the dirt of Gorka, right, and being like, oh, do we really have to be the people out in gears and fucking saying how much weight mm. celebs have put on and, and all that other kind of shit? And you see these guys that are just like the like season five of the wire, just good hard fashion journals yes. yeah, yeah. that are trying to fucking like do bring, the right thing speak truth. Yeah, speak truth to power and be reputable and be someone you can almost trust. And then they, so they wrote the story that it is Adelson that's bought the paper. They didn't get approval and they went fuck it and posted it. And then one by one, they're all fired. And the guy who was the editor, the first one fired, the guy who hit send to publish the article, he's got a picture of everyone there. And he went, there's Jennifer, she's gone. (laughs) There's Toby, she's gone. Chris, he's gone. (laughs) Steve, he's gone. There's Colton. He's still there. (laughs) There was never never a Colton's a fucking dick. All (laughs) righty. Just the way he fucking says this one guy who's still there, you know, there's just such animosity about him within it.
0: They said uh, America is fast becoming a very suppressive state. And it was just... And you think of what Trump did, you know, because Peter Thiel backed Trump to overthrow the libel laws because Trump was always on about that, because Trump's been sued. Trump is like a, an American Ian Hislop. He's like one of the most sued people in America. But whereas it, where Hislop is a genuine running, a genuine proper journalistic magazine, Private Eye, who is about truth to power. That's all that magazine is about. Um, whereas Donald Trump is not even close to Ian Hislop. But again, they're both sued a lot. And you're like, how do you fix that? When the man at the top is just dirty and doesn't fully understand. It's because he's so rich, right? Rich people see the world very differently. Mine and your view on the world is very different to the homeless guy on the street outside. And Trump's no different to that, if you put it into that context. We are just to him. We're just the bloody homeless. He doesn't care about us. And why would he? We don't affect anything to do with him or Peter Thiel or anyone. There is no power and the press is all you've got. The press is our only voice in some respects. As much as some of it is shit and some of it is fake news, some of it isn't. Like you look at all the documentaries we've watched when I've gone, oh, that's another example of the free press who have helped out and bought this, bought this to light and helped these poor people. And if the free press goes, in both countries, right, because we are the 51st state of the United States, um, we're just as fucked. If we don't have a free press.
1: Yeah. We, you know, um, we'll have to get the bees together from <laughs> to get those guys over here. I'm gonna need but, another um, soapbox. So I was thinking on how you'd because fi- the problem is is now like say Trump's opened up the libel laws that they can sue the press that kind of thing. This sets a precedent that it can be done, which is a huge problem. So in order to in my opinion, which will never be done, the only way to fix it is you've got to make court almost like the NHS. If it's no, no, if it no longer costs money to be deposed, yeah, then it becomes a level playing field. But yeah, you'd have to argue that law with lawyers, and I don't think they're going to give up much fucking ground on being billed every are. six minutes.
0: Well, you could, um, yeah, you could say legal aid. You have to match what legal aid can pay, so you're not allowed to spend more than what legal aid can offer the other person.
1: Here was a thing that I thought watching this when you saw the footage of the trial of Hulk Hogan, how. Do you get better courtroom footage quality cameras in Galveston, Texas or Monotowoc County than you do, in than you do for the fucking big man Hulk Hogan? Yeah.
0: And the sound quality was fucking dreadful in court. Yeah. His sex tape yeah, yeah. quality was better than that. Do you know what I mean? They should have got Bubba the Love Sponge to put the, his cameras in that
1: Florida court. So Gorka goes, Gorka Gans bankrupt. Uh, yep. but then it shows you all the subsidiary companies. And again, you even see the names of the subsidiary companies and you're like, I don't care about these. <laughs> like It's like fucking Gizmo, Wagner, Fudge, Flicker and Jizz Now. <laughs> oh, the people who worked at Jiz Now are out of fucking work now. You're like, this is why you got fucked, all right? It's because you're a scumbag. <laughs> you're the modern day paparazzi. They're all part of the food chain, Rick.
0: Right, so this is a great quote. And this, this genuinely, I, I didn't, and I've seen this documentary before. Um, and this quote still blew me away. Reporting is the only job specifically listed in the American Bill of Rights as protected. We are the fourth estate. And without true journalism, you do not have democracy. I didn't know it was protected in the Bill of Rights. I guess it is, with yeah. the freedom of speech, yeah. I guess that is number one, right?
1: Can you just imagine you go to take the Fifth Amendment, but forget which number and you just bring a shotgun up into court <laughs> with you. <I> <laughs> I plead the first. I have a right <laughs> to fire this into the air. The
0: thing is, the, the American Revolution happened because of press. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> it's because someone had a printing press, and they were pamphleteers. It's how it happens. They would produce pamphlets, and they would, they would get them out to people, and it was key. That's how they did it. And now that's going to go. So you're like, hang on, you you forgot what made your country great?
1: Oof! Now we're getting deep. We can tell we're getting to the dark waters of well, matter and evening. Um,
0: and there was another great quote. One of the things that make America a republic is that we are not ruled by an elite class. And it, again, it's Star Wars all over again, right? It's our Emperor Palpatine. He's coming. You know.
1: Have you seen Star Wars recently? I, I, I always imagine the the last thing you watch before a documentary gets linked to it.
0: Uh, no, I've been watching a lot of New Amsterdam, but but the whole the whole structure of Star Wars is all around. It's you know it's the terrorists fighting and over overpowering the the controlling Republic.
1: Now Gorka is Jar Jar Binks. Okay, <laughs> now. <laughs> If you do some shit on Tatooine, is it anyone's <laughs> anyone's business on Alderaan? That is all I'm saying, Rick. That is what I'm saying. Thank you very much. Good night, listeners. We have... Out. <laughs> Hats for 2024. Come on, Hats. <laughs> um. Yes, he keeps prisoners and throws them into a pit, but they elected them. And I'm not going to say that there's anything wrong. <laughs>
0: And it keeps the green guys with bad teeth in jobs. Now you can't. No, who else is going to employ those guys? You're right. It was bitty. It was three three documentaries thrown together, and it didn't. But not three bad ones, in no, my opinion. They, no, like, it, wasn't. it was.
1: But you tune in wanting to hear Hulk Hogan talk about. Look, I don't really have a fucking massive dick, and it, all of a sudden you learning that we can all that we're going to get sued by a billionaire if we yes. ever say anything yeah, wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, which. Yeah, a little bit depressing. Um, And it was just at the end of it, you're like, ah, we're fucked, aren't we? We're absolutely fucked. Just humanity, I feel.
1: Have you got enough petrol to get home tonight, (laughs) by the way? uh, (laughs) Speaking of being (laughs) fucked.
0: (laughs) I have. I've got three quarters of a tank. I feel that that's what it's going to get. I'm going to go back to my car. Whether they normally steal the wheels, they're not. They're going to steal the fuel.
1: It's amazing. The amount of. Like in Cheshire, every petrol station is stowed off and they're filling up jerry cans, I think. Where are you going?
0: (laughs) This morning, I drove past the petrol station at ten past five. Obviously, I'm driving on the motorway, and it was backed up. So that was at least, at least a one-hour wait to get into the petrol station. right? And it was... And the beautiful thing about it, and it's not very good, is it? Because what's going on here currently. But the beautiful thing about it, it was so British. They were queuing so incredibly well. It was, it was very, it was really lined up well, and it seemed very fair. But I bet it. If you were in that, I bet that was frustrating because people would have left to get there at like four a.m. and they still, they probably would just get into the front of the queue. That queue was fucking massive, man.
1: And no one here a bus more than me. I get it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let's score this one because I'm going to go home and eat some.
1: All ah, right. Decent three point five. This one informative, funny moments, but um, doesn't come close to the best we've watched. I, I'm going to go
0: a little bit more than that. I'm going to go a four just because I think it's. I think people should watch this and understand the importance of the free. Another press. one
1: that's an important one. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, and I, I know I shouldn't like him, but I loved it when the Hulk spoke. I just loved his voice. There was something really nice about his voice. I didn't like what he was saying, but the the timbre of his voice was beautiful. The timbre. <laughs> 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 I think that's a word. <laughs> so I'm giving it a four. Is my. Uh, it's
1: not the message; it's the timbre of, <laughs> of of how he's saying they don't deserve rights, it's, it's or at least base. his daughter. It's the base.
0: Um Okay, mate. Well. That was fun. Thanks. I haven't laughed like that for a very long time. Thank you very much. I needed that. Uh, what uh, What's next, my man?
1: What's next? We're going to do a Patreon. We're some awesome Patreon fans. Uh, or if, if you're willing to... Oh, shit. I'll tell you what's coming out next. It'll be that interview we did.
0: Yeah, unless they um, unless they put the kibosh on it. So, um, yes, that is the Pickup Game. That is coming out in the next few weeks. So that's going to be me and Rick doing this about the Pickup Game and then the director's interview
1: with one of yeah, the stars so, of the show so so yeah so we were very fortunate there were really cool guys and really uh, cool. and girls uh spoke to us for a good two and a half hours so we're going to do a short synopsis of what the documentary is mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it and because i was in not allowed to make jokes about the participants in it that was shut down remarkably quickly <laughs> by these nice people um uh, and then uh, an actual real chat about this um, exploitative industry of pickup artists.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a great chat, wasn't it? I really, I really enjoyed it. I must admit.
1: There was a funny thing that you told me about. So I've got it on my phone, whereas Matt's got it on his laptop. So he has a bigger picture of the people we're talking to. And I kept criticizing these dudes in man buns. And then Matt pointed out that both of the guys we were talking to. <laughs> no, it was them who pointed it buns. out to you. Oh did they?
0: Yeah. And he, he turned his you said, yeah, those you said something like and they had man buns and you said it like, right guys, are you with me? And then he just turned his head like that and went, Hello. <laughs> and just Oh right. And that might be on the other him, screen. Pointed to his man bun. It was it was incredibly funny. You were on fire that day, man. Absolutely
1: on uh, fire. Well, I hope you guys enjoy it. was not alright, chat. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Uh um, yeah, yeah. But, but we have decided that it is a bit of a bastard to edit these, so enjoy the interviews when they come, because there won't be many. <laughs> that
0: was a four-day edit.
1: A four-day
0: edit. That's the thing All that right. broke well, me, right? That, that's that's why you're now Editor-in-Chief. <laughs> this is why.
1: I've been negged into doing it. Right. So <laughs> See you later. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to check out our Patreon, we're almost, almost finished our 10-part extravaganza on Making a Murderer Season 1. So close to the end. Uh, no we're not we are halfway through maybe just third by the time we get through the second wow. so uh, and that's been awesome that's been a lot of fun have got a lot of uh, other cool episodes if you've rinsed through the rest of them and if not just hey glad you liked it if you can post something about it I don't know if that makes a difference so yeah thank you very much for listening
0: ta <laughs>